in Exodus 21. That's chapter 10, verse 21. So it says, Vayem Adonai Moshe, Neteyot Chala Shomayim, V'yichoshech Aleris Mitzrayim, let there be darkness on the face of Mitzrayim. V'yomesh Choshech, what does that mean, V'yomesh Choshech? And don't look at art school. But uh, it's palpable. The Choshech is actually palpable. Vayet Moshe es Yoda Ala Shomayim, so he did that. So the first was a choshech that had a quality of yomesh, and the second is choshech that was an afeilo, a thick fog. Now the critical pasuk. The effect of the choshech was that you couldn't see your neighbor. Okay, so that's the absence of light. Mm-hmm. If it's totally pitch black, um, you can't see your neighbor. But a person actually couldn't get up. And that's what uh, bothers Rashi in the Mephoshim. Meaning, there's no Well, the person couldn't get up because of what reason? There's no chiyas. No, you didn't know where up and down was. Well, you could say right Oh, okay. You could say he was disoriented. Right. It was so dark that he was. Dis- or you could say he couldn't get up, not because he had weakness in his quadriceps, mm-hmm. which would be an L three four herniated disc, but he couldn't get up because the 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 darkness was so palpable. Yeah. It was like tar, like glue. It was so thick <laughs> that you couldn't move in it. Mm-hmm. So that's a different type of darkness than the absence of light. In the first one, you, you shine a light and the darkness is gone. In the second one, so, and so, and Chazal are, are, are bothered by this. Where did this Choshech come from? You know, the Maharal was the first to say that the ten Aseret Ma'amarot Shenivra Olam that the world was created with ten Ma'amarot with ten sayings, mm-hmm. and those paralleled the ten destructive statements of the plagues. So you can parallel, so that Yehi or let there be light is paralleled by the ninth plague of let there be darkness. Oh. Okay, <clears throat> and comes along the Magid and says, and those parallel the Aseret Adibrot, the ten commandments. So you have creation, decreation, and recreation of a spiritual world. Ten, ten, and ten. Okay? You have to have the destroyer. Yeah. They call thesis. Uh, Antithesis yeah. and thesis. Mehechan or Yehoshe. So the Medrash Rabbah and Bresh and Shemosh Rabbahs. Chronologically, it's also a direct parallel. Yeah. Because he was the second Maimur. Yeah. And Choshe was the last. Penultimate. Recreation is from the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a machlokis in Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemi. Rabbi Yehuda says, this choshech wasn't a natural choshech. It wasn't an absence of light because it comes from a lamala, as it says. And he brings this posture from Tehillim 18. Yoshes choshech sisro sevivosov sukoso. God, from where he is, covers with darkness to cover up his surroundings. Now, we had the first mention of Choshech in what? Bracious? The first uh, mm-hmm. psukim of Bracious, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Choshech created? 
was, yes. was Shach, darkness. Yes. No, darkness that, was already he, on this basis. Does it say Yehi Choshech? No. Yehi cho- no. 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 The Choshech al Panei Soho. God created the world in the heavens. Yeah? And in the beginning there was Tohu Vavohu. The void. The, the, whatever that means, the Ramban. And the Choshech al Panei Soho. Then God did this first statement of creation, Yehior. The Yehior came in the face of a primordial Choshech that was there before creation. Okay. So, so Rabbi Yehuda is saying, this Choshech parallels that primordial Choshech. Oh, yeah? came from above. It's not from us. It's not the absence of a light. It, it, Why can't it be an additional darkness? Well, Rabbi Nechemya Omer... So whatever it is, it's not a chosheth that comes from our natural world. It comes either from a primordial world before, or from the chosheth that we can expect in Gehenna. It's, it's imposed. It's imposed upon us. Okay, so it's 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 an interesting concept. What is this chosheth? So I'm, I'm I'm not interested in the medrash at this point. I'm interested in what the Hasidic masters uh, deal, how they deal. How, how they deal that. And the Hasidic masters are not interested in history, and they're not interested in prehistory, they're not interested in the Midrashic t- um, hermeneutic of saying, well, yeah, I need the Pasuk from Tehillim to tell me where this Choshek is from. They're not interested in the, the actors, right? Moshe isn't Moshe, and Paro isn't Paro. This is all about an internal spiritual roadmap. So the question is, if the ten plagues represent the ten nisyonis that a person has to go through, the ten breakdowns that we have to go through, right? Remember that the Maggid once said that the 42 Masa'ot B'nai Israel in the wilderness had nothing to do with history. It has to do with the 42 journeys based on the Baal Shem Torah that a person has to go through in his life. There are 42 phases, 42 rites of passage that a person mythically has to go through to come to er- the land of Eretz Yisrael, which means whatever, <laughs> enlightenment. So here too, Choshech is not about history, it's about my darkness. And the question is, how do I deal with the darkness within, the dark night of the soul? And this is what he's addressing himself. So he starts off with the Gemara and Brachas that we just learned a couple of weeks ago. Rabbi Alexandria, Bosa Tzalusa, Omahechen. So when Alexandria, Rabbi Alexander would start, he would preface his prayer with this amazing, amazing confession. And he would say, You know very well. I really want to do what you want to do. I want to be a good boy. So what is preventing me from being this wonderful tzaddik? So he says two things. And the Toldos is going to be medaic on what those two things represent. What stops me from connecting with you, Rabbi Nishor? yeast in the dough, whatever that means. Veshibud malchius, ah, the oppression of the government. Those are the two things. Obviously, one is an internal thing that's stopping me. Of course, the Musadik Reb Chaim Shmulevitz says, it's the ego, gets inflated, it's the chomets, it's the self. The self gets in between me and you. My neshama wants to connect, but there's something crustaceous that prevents me. It's the yeast in the dough. And the second is, look, 
like the taxes, the IRS, the DA, all the Rashi tables that come after me, that take my mind and me, mabalbel me. SARS. Yehi Rotzon. So now I'm, before I'm davening my davening, I'm davening a davening of this. Yehi Rotzon, Mufanecha. She tachniyem vilfanenu meachreinu. Can you please suppress all these external and internal influences that prevent me from, right? The biggest, most important um, difference in Misnagdim and Hasidim is the Hasidish obsession with strange thoughts that come to you in Dublin. Usually lewd. I mean, when they talk about it, certainly for the Daigle, it means, it, it means lewd thoughts, but strange thoughts that interfere with your Dublin. And by the misnagdim, you, you, you do the best you can. You say the words. The, the halacha is you need kavana here, 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 and here. And the rest of the time, the diavid you don't need kavana. This is this is what he's talking about. I, I, I'm not satisfied with just this performative <laughs> prayer, this petitionary prayer, the performative prayer. I I want to connect with you through this prayer. So uh, the davening that he had was, I need you to remove these two impediments. Okay. And then he, and then the Tolder says, and I'm not going to bring you the Marsha who quotes the Rambam that this is the Derech Hamamut, so you've got to find a balance. I'm not going there. I, I've already spoken about that. So he says the Gemara Menachos, Amoresh Lakish lefamim bitulo shel Torah zehu yisoda. It's a very radical, almost antinomian statement. Sometimes, and by the way, the the sectarian groups like Shabtai Tzvi and Jacob Frank made use of this Gemara to the nth degree. Sometimes the bitul of Torah is its fulfillment. A, a girl is drowning in the river and you don't want to jump on the bridge to save her because she's naked or something. So you're going to be so fraught. The bitul of Tzniyas is the fulfillment of Losamad al Damriecho. He called over Choshek Midlahev Lachso now I heard from Mimori, Shamati Mimori, that's straight from the Baal Shem HaKadosh, that everything desires, it's the law of spiritual entropy, oh everything desires and burns to return to its source. Wouldn't that be enthalpy? Hmm? Wouldn't that be enthalpy? What's yeah. enthalpy? What's yeah. enthalpy? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Go uh, instead of going down. And in our spiritual desire, there is this innate spiritual desire for our neshamas to go back upstairs. But the the roadmap is through the roadmap to go through that is through Torah and Avodah Hashem. Now he makes the claim, which it makes him a Hasidish Rebbe. And differs from the Musa. Now, if I if I if I fulfill exactly what I'm supposed to, I'm midlahev and everything works out fine. And I'm in Achtus and Dvekis, blah 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 blah. But what Chabad is always aiming for in his boniness and in davening, I will be bottlebermitsias, meaning not only will I not realize my own ego separate from you, I drown in your mitzias. There is no well. It's just elokus. Ainod milpado. Kamo kodem olamatikli. So then he says, but if you if you just go along this path, you're going back to the world before the sin, before the olamato. Not this world. You're you're accessing a primordial world. Okay. 
The Bris Manufa was a Sefer written about 100 years before the Vashem HaKadosh, but all the Rebbes love it. It's not Hasidus, it's pre-Hasidus, right? What's it called? The Bris Manufa. Have you ever seen it? I have it. Lekach tikein Hashem Yisbarach sheyasuk lefamim zman ma, therefore set in to this world of Tikkun. It's a setup. It's not something bad that everyone will say, I'm not in learning, I'm not steiking, I'm not davening, and I have to deal with the world. That's bad. No. He's saying the outrageous claim that 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 Lakach, that the Abishtah was metakein, tikkun, olomatikun, he was metakein, that a person at times should spend some time, but Zorche Haguf, Achila Vishtia, Umati Sase, Pitzorche Panosa. You got to be in the real world. You got to eat, and you got to sleep, and you got to do business. That's not something negative. He's saying that was a setup. Gamshi yeshlo midas histapkus. How do you translate histapkus? What's the root? Sophic. Oh, not doubt, must but speak, sufficiency. Must speak. Equanimity, I call it. Histapkus. You you stay histapkus. You stay balanced. Adequacy. Adequacy. Yeah. <laughs> and through the bittle of Avodas Hashem, which not only is the Vekas, but it's learning and it's doubling. Wow, it's downtime. There's rest time for the Neshama and the Koya Chasichli, the head, the chattering monkey in the head. So that you can come return with a kind of greater, you know, I mean, we've had this in the Daigle, right? The fact that I am divorced is so that the Yerida gets me to a higher Aliyah because of the Rav Nachman story of the fountain and the and the heart of the world and, the, and they're constantly yearning for each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then the moment she moves from the out of vision because he's in a valley and the, and the sun's rays don't, so he can't see her, so then she dies and she gets weak and so he has to step back so he can see her again. This constant yearning, this yearning for what is unreachable. It's a very pessimistic, it's a very pessimistic view of our ability to do this bittlemancy as he sees the distance as the paradox of our spiritual life. So he quotes, you know, the Apostle let's use, it's a technical term in Kabbalah, first in the Tukuni Zoya and then in in in, uh, in Hasidus, that there is an ebb and flow to the angels. They don't just stay at one level. So to our neshamas need this ebb and flow. It's a setup. It's a structure of the universe, the spiritual path. Okay. And that's only if you don't take advantage. You don't say, oh, I'm going out now. I'm going to go to shallots and you know spend four hundred dollars on a on a steak, a wagyu steak, which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm going to walk up and down and prance there with all the nursing home kids and four thousand dollar shakels. Want to make you puke? <laughs> right, so you're not going to make use of this as an excuse to get out of doing esekator. It's 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 a measured time. So that you don't, two things, it gets the rest, and it is not a Buddhist nirvana where I have achieved enlightenment and divorced from this world of dukkha, of suffering. 
And I'm in that space, right? I'm connected to the divine, plural. Zenikra Oyved Hashem. And now he calls this, I'm serving God, Begashmi Uburuchoni. I'm serving God with the Gashmias. In the Magid, I'm sitting down and I'm meeting a Kegel, and that Kegel is a Isaac Kegel, and it's Motor Shabbos, and it's Gewalt, you know, and the whole week is different because of the Himalava Malka Isaac Kegel. There's a, there's a Ruchnius in the Gashmias. It's not the same week if I don't have that Kegel on Malava Malka, right? Here he's saying, What's the Gashbi? It's the downtime. It's, I have to be involved in Gashmis. I'm looking at a patient shoving a needle in someone's spine. I'm focused on that. I'm not focused on fakers. I'm not focused on... But it's, it's also saying, I've done enough. I'm going to cruise. Adequacy. Well, you, yeah, adequacy. Histopkus, yeah. Then he created the Gashmi of Kol Yomov. Because the Gashmis is the platform for the Ruchnius. Without it, it doesn't exist. And that's now he goes back to the Gemara in, in Menachas 99. The bittle of Torah, not the way the Pshat in the Gemara is, the bittle of Torah, sometimes it's its fulfillment. No, your bittle, your Gashmias, your downtime is part of the fulfillment, Yesoidah. It's the Yesoid, it's the foundation of the fulfillment of Torah. Masha Ain came in the battle Yosemishir. Not if you take advantage and you're just, you know, you're a let's. Okay. So that's what it means, Hoya or Bemoshbosechem. So for the Bene Israel in the next Posik it says, they had light in their dwelling place, <coughs> meaning that they had the light and Tanug because prior to that there was Hoshech. That's what that's the diuk he's making in using the function. No, he's Lights. not only is it using, not only is it using, he's saying he, he's saying he's saying even more radically. He's saying low row no one saw their neighbor, no one got up. Three days. And at the end of the What's he saying? The tachlis. That Nimshachlohem or Vatano Gyoser that this or that they experience, which was the opposite of their Choshech, right? Hoya or Bemoshvosom that their light was Yoiser was greater Aljedeshukdam Hachoshech because there was this primordial thick darkness that preceded the world or came from Gehenna, that it certainly disconnects you from the divine. Because you were disconnected, because in the past, it's Goyim had this, Yidin had this, Egyptians had darkness, we had, no, he's saying this is my spiritual roadmap. The ninth plague is what I have to go through. The blotter, the Choshech that I have to go through. So he's you're saying... saying they had the same Choshech, they just used it differently? Maybe. But he's saying that they had light or the Tanuk Yoiser, greater light, 
Al yedei shehuktam achoshim because it was preceded by the dark night of the soul because of the downtime. Because otherwise it's bottled with mitzvahs of the light. That's not rotzavishul. That's not the tikkun. That's the oil of It's not Shabbat the oil of Instead of saying because you could say through the mechanism okay. going through the darkness. Yes. That's how I yes. get this increased yes. light. I think this dig is the fact that the other makas never says that. Mitzvah had no. for a day, and the right, Jews did right, not. Right, right, right. So there's an added uh, right. So he says, "Onom yesh hefresh bein zeshem evatel yosem eshir." Now there's a difference between someone who, right, he wants to make use of the choshech, his downtime for the gashmias, right, and spend his days in shalots. Va'acharei kein choser lasok v'torah u'bein zeshem pirish legamre. And um, so there's there's one who is is mevatel more than he should, and the one who is pirish legamre, completely separated. Okay. What what do you mean mevatel more than he should? Well, That's he says bitulo shel teruz er yisodo masha enkein im mevatel yosem ishir. If you don't just use the downtime as a catalyst for your uptime, but you're enjoying your downtime, then your ASIC in Torah that you come back to is completely, you've missed the point. The point is, yes, it's a, it's absolutely a tightrope. So I have the downtime, that's part of the setup, so that you can come back with a cheshek to, but if you're using it because you're in, Enjoying it a little bit too much, then that is bitul asik Torah legamre umagarish ishto rishona, which is the, refers to the parates. I don't want to go into two wives that were strong you between. Can't stand up from that type of pleasure. Right? Ubein zeh shepirish legam ki zeh shebitul harbe yosim ishir now v'halon bechoshech b'mab zmanim al yedei eza sibo minias. And let's say because of the sorsha be'isa the ego ego or the shibud malchias because you have to make a living. So it's more than what you sh- normally can do if you're a big tamnachotum. There's still, when you come back to Torah mitzvahs, there is a yisron, there is a benefit. You're in the blotter, you came out, you spent too much time there. Okay, but you came out and Starting there, over. It's, it's, there is a yisron. There's still... A quality that, having been through the chosher, you have a you have a you have a, a, a better response because you now experiencing the light. This type of wisdom comes just from being older. He said, but then there are those who are fablonged and who can't get out of Beli or Klal. Kohelis one, it says there are certain things you can't fix. They're just not fixable. And, and if you don't have any aspect of that light, it's. So now we go back to Rabbi Alexandria's prayer before his prayer. Now he's going to reinterpret the Gemara, right? So this is how the prayer goes according to what we've just learned about darkness and light. My delight is to spend Tomid That's my Ritzoni, right? Ritzoni, it, 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 the, the Gemara says, Ritzoni lasos Here he now 
re mid, midrashically reads it as Ratzoni lehit lahe. I want to burn. I want to burn with desire. I want to be completely in this nirvana state. I, that's what I want to be. Bittel And what is preventing it? The yeast and the dough and the government. There are two things that are mavatlin bebechinas rotsu v'shuv. He's switched it. It's not that they're both negative. The the soor shebeisa and the shibud malchus are the twin that bring me down, which is a setup. That was a tikkun from the beginning that I should do that. It has to be that way. I want to do your rotson, but what is my rotson is just to be with you the whole time. Do you see, he's moved the whole bar from a kind of, you know, what's stopping me, the Yetzirah. I want to be a good boy, what's stopping me, the Yetzirah. No, he's saying it's he's much higher madrega. A chassid wants to be completely bottled and seers. He doesn't want to be in this world. The shama wants to soar. What is ma'akev? Meaning, why did you prevent that? You're the one that set it up. Sha'or Shabisa and Shibigolis. The ro- the, the in the Shuv, the two aspects that pull me down here, which you intended it to be. Kemosha or Shabisa because the rotsu, the one what wants me to go up, the gas from the yeast, it wants to inflate, not ego. It wants to bring me soaring high. I'm going to use it as a hot air balloon. Get me up. That's the one part that's stopping me because it's pushing me up. The shov legamre shibud malchias shepirish me'atora al yedei shibud malchias shizem uvas lo yuchol. Then, but I have parnoso. I've got to deal with the IRS and the DEA and the FDA and all the Rosh Hashivos. Lochein hits balel. So now, what is his prayer? This is the setup. What's this wrong with a sore shibisa by itself? It's too dangerous. Normally, in the Gemara or in the Toldos. The Toldos. No, it's a good thing. Well, so it's, why is it bad? It's too oh, good. because it's bottled by Mitzias, Legamre. That's not what yeah. that Ladabik Bashar Shalomala, Hoshak Turavod, the Imit Lahev Tomit, how your bottle Bimitsias, Kumo Kodum Ola Matikun. It's not your job to go back before the Khait yes, Adamarishan. We have to fix the Khait Adamarishan. It's an Olam of Tikun. It's known that Yidak used to want us to meet him stand and watch him daven if he saw that he's soaring too high and he's getting, yeah. you have to bring him back to this world. Otherwise, his Hashem is gone. So I'm doubling to you. Listen to what he said. So I'm doubling to you. So it's a dazzling told us. I'm doubling to you. What am I doubling for? I'm asking you to put the pressure down on the hot air balloon. Keep me down because I want to fly. As Shlomo used to say, I want to get high, get high, right? I need you. Look at the tefillah. I need you to pressure me down, put me down into this world. So I don't go flying. And also, don't let me fall too far down into the gashris that I don't want to get out of shallots. Mm. Also. Mm. So I need you 
for that histapkos. I'm asking you, you keep me down, but also elevate me so that I'm in that just balance of spirituality and gashmits, and the gashmits is used to inf- to inflame. She obeys levavas. He use shalem kolechad belibitel rak al mishkal. Balance the balance of this spiritual life. Ubaze yuvan nitei yodcha. And that's what explains when God says to Moshe, stretch out Yodcha ala Shamayim. Because your hands represent two types of uh, spiritual seekers. Echod Anshayachoima Nikra Mitzraim. So Shle Yodcha al Hashomayim, Vihoshech al Eretz Mitzraim. Stick your hand. Your rod ala shamayim, that's number one. Vichoshech al eretz mitzrayim, that's number two. What does that mean? Aleph, anche achoma nikre mitzrayim lo yotoeles bechoshech. There's no point in sending an anche mitzrayim into the choshech. That means that part of me that enjoys the good stuff, the good life. I'm not, I, I don't want you to send me down there because I won't get out. Ki lo komu ish mitachtov, you won't be able to. Unless it's for the Shemaim Dikayid, who's going to make use of the Choshech because it's going to increase his Cheshech to come back. And now he understands. So in Mitzrayim, there was darkness. The function of us going through Choshech in Mitzrayim so that it's that when we came out, the light would be greater as we emerge from the darkness. <laughs> so the mitzrim are us who are the part of me. That's the choymer part of me. <laughs> they, that part of me stays in the, in the blotter. It doesn't emerge. It's the choymer part of me. He doesn't want to leave shalots. <laughs> Meaning, no one was able to get up. Ah, now he understands the redundancy in the Pasuk. So I love him. It's called, I call it, Medrash is deep shot, and Tolos and Hasidus is the deepest shot. Meaning, we've got to go back to the shot and see what was the exegetical trigger that triggered it. Lo ro ish es ochiv, that was the darkness until the light came. That was the first type. Mm-hmm. But lo komu ish mitachtov, a person couldn't get up. It was a palpable darkness. Why? He was stuck in the blotter. Why? He made use of it for its own sake, not for the light emerging. What's the fact is he couldn't see his friend? Because there was an absence of light. No, That's the choshech. Why do I care he couldn't see his friend? No, the point is that it was. if you light a candle, it would have immediately been okay. But I don't care about my friend. I could see a tree. Oh, no, it's not friend. Ochiv is a neighbor. Biblical Hebrew, Achiv is a, is a, 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 another, another person? person with a passport. Why do I care that I can't see another person? I, it was a, it's, it's a description of, of the, the darkness. darkness. It's telling you the quality of the darkness. It's and an he's so close to me, I couldn't see him. If he's sitting right here. It's an adjective of falling on the, on the word of the darkness. That it directly came from the Choshech, Shehoya B'Mosh Vostom, the Bittol, Nikrashov, Altasa. I'm not a voter that I can't see anyone else's a voter. Maybe. 
I, I thought this was a dazzling yes, because how radical it is that the Choshech <laughs> is actually an integral part of our spiritual experience. And sometimes we feel guilty about it and we feel guilty about what we do in the blotter and what we get caught up in the blotter. And he, this is what makes this Hasidus. He's holding you. The Rebbe is holding you in the palm of his hands and is interpreting what was a historical plague and saying this is happening to each of us and it's a setup and don't feel bad about it. Get up, you know, get out of the blotter and guess what will happen when you come out. And that's certainly happened in my life that when I come out of the blotter and I do see the light, there is a different quality than had I not been there in the blotter first. And I come dragged in my knees back to the Kedusha, I'm being dragged back and I'm just thankful because this prayer of Rabbi Alexandra is actually a prayer that, yeah, this is all a setup and you're the shepherd, but I need you to do something for me because I could go too high or I could go too low, right? I'm a lost sheep. Tilim says, I'm asking you to seek me out. I'm lost. I'm lost. You have to seek. That's what he said. You have to help that balloon from not going too high and from the elevator not going down too low. Thank you.